0: Hello, this is Mythical Magpie, crafty, pagan, gamer mom. Welcome to my podcast. and welcome back to my podcast. This is the first full episode. And for those of you who listened to my intro episode and gave me some feedback, I really appreciate it. It seems like recording on my break in a meditation room is not ideal for the best auditory experience. <laughs> so right now I am inside my beloved Minerva, Minerva- mobile And I think that this is probably where I'm going to be recording for a little while until I get uh, a space to do that. So here's where I'm going to jump right in. Um, This episode is about my gaming history, and while I think that it may not necessarily be pertinent to everyone's life, it kind of gives you a background of where I'm coming from. So... Aside from console and computer games, which I played a lot when I was a kid, I think the very first console game I ever played was an Intellivision. For those of you born after the 80s, you will probably not know what that is. Feel free to Google it. Um, But I played a pretty mean game of Intellivision bowling. And eventually we progressed to a... PC, which at the time only played things on things called discs. I'm not sure uh, if everyone listening knows what those are, but um, I played things like Montezuma's Revenge and, you know, everybody's uh, favorite Oregon Trail and Number Munchers and things like that. And then we moved on to more updated consoles like the Nintendo and the PlayStation didn't exist yet, but then we started playing more advanced games. Eventually, I really kind of fell in love with the Mario games and the games essentially where you got to rescue the princess. And <clears throat> I mean, I think I didn't necessarily want to rescue the princess. I wanted to be the princess on a cool adventure, but it was exciting for what it was. Um, And you know, pretty much console and PC gaming was where I spent most of my time, uh, especially through college. After college, um, I think it was 2000, I started working at Joanne Fabrics and a couple of gals there that uh, I went to college with but didn't know very well. And I became friends and I asked about all the cool fabric they kept buying. They would buy upholstery fabric and cool designs and things. And they said that they were making props for a role-playing game. And any knowledge I had of role-playing games was mostly D&D and how it was bad and evil and made people do crazy things. Um, And so when I pictured role-playing game, that's exactly what I thought of. You know, those old 80s, the devil's gonna get you if you play D&D ads... But uh, they were talking about a well, what what it's called a boffer larp, and I had never heard of a larp before. Um, I had no idea what it was, but they they tried to explain it in a way that made it sound theatery because I was a theater person. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And after months of talking about it, the idea of making a character. That I could control which is different obviously than the theater because in theater you have a character you're given your lines you're given your motivation you're given where to stand and what to think about and this would be a character that I would create that I would control completely and the idea of that was just super exciting for me and so I sat down and um, met with them a couple times and we talked about the rules and I felt so silly and then I started thinking about my character and what she was going to be like and the things that she liked and uh, the things that she was afraid of and I made a backstory and I really, really wanted to play her and so despite the fact that it was something that I was really kind of socially awkward about and a little nervous about okay, I was a lot nervous about I ended up creating the character and going to a weekend event with them. On my way there, I was terrified. Um, for the first, okay, the first night, I was pretty terrified, um, and I had no idea what I was doing. And there were there was actual fighting, and people were getting in each other's faces, and it was crazy, and all kinds of things happened, and. The next morning, when everybody woke up, and was telling stories about what had happened the night before. I just was surrounded by people who were in these immersive role-playing situations and conversations. And the weird nervousness just kind of fell away. And despite some of the memories I have of my very first LARP experience being both positive and sort of awkward and negative... Um, I really, really fell in love with the process. I loved, I loved the game, I loved doing it, I loved falling into an immersive character. And so, um, in 2001, I started LARPing. And that began, well, I mean, it's now been 17 years of role-playing interest. Uh, I continued boffer larping for quite some time and I ended up going to a vampire larp and a couple of my boffer larp friends through a D&D game and I eventually sat down and made a D&D character and that was 3.5 I think Squib you'll have to correct me if I'm if I'm wrong but um D&D was different it was really different and I wasn't sure that I would like it because I had just fallen so much in love with LARP. So I've been playing for several years um, in the Boffer LARP and I decided that I wanted to start writing plot and I loved running plot for people especially at a LARP and especially at a fantasy LARP. Um, I liked The idea of sending them on these quests and having people um, go through crazy scenarios to find their goals and achieve you know the things that they wanted and I really really enjoyed it. Eventually that, excuse me, carried over into Vampire LARP and Mage LARP and Werewolf LARP. Um, I have run in both the Mind's Eye Society And OWBN. Um, I've run mostly org games but I think I've had two or three that I have done short-term troop games. But every time that I tried to run a tabletop game I got frustrated. And I think, I've been talking about this, and I think I'll I'll come back to this again later when I have a couple of guests on, but I think what it boiled down to was the action. In a LARP setting, people generally tend to be more motivated, in my experience. Let, Let me just give that disclaimer out. This is my experience. That especially in an immersion LARP, people are more likely to go after things to create their goals and find ways to accomplish them. Um, I know that in the Boffer LARP that I was part of, um, it was uh, Nero International at the time. Um, the local chapter I, w- I belonged to was called War. We are role players. We are role playing. It was war. and <clears throat> And I really loved that some of the things that they did. They put people on quests. They encouraged people to submit things that they were looking for or that they wanted to accomplish. But additionally, they left out what were called paper modules and those were essentially if people wanted to go for a little walk, if they found a paper module, they would pick it up and it would say something like you hear a rustling in the bushes, please take this directly to the NPC shack. And I just realized that for people who don't know about LARP, maybe I should be saying, explaining some of these words. I'll I'll try and do that soon. But they would say, take the module sheet directly to the NPC shack and they would go and take it and there would be a little mini adventure for them. But it always seemed like it was more proactive than tabletop for me. And... I never in a million, million, billion years thought that I would ever be a dungeon master for D&D. The rules were really complicated. The game was really different. It was really just not my cup of tea. I really like the modern-day World of Darkness kind of plots or the fantasy world plots where, you know, generally speaking, the world is fantasy-esque and you know, people, heroes, rescue their friends and things like that, but it just never really seemed to translate into D&D for me. Um, But I started watching Critical Role, which is, um, well, was on Geek and Sundry, and it's essentially a group of voice actors who play a weekly D&D game, and they live cast it on Twitch and I loved their game and by the time I started watching Critical Role I had not played D&D in probably 8 years I had played a couple of smaller games um, like Troop, short term games uh, Fate um, a couple other systems that were homebrews but Watching them play D&D really, really made me want to play D&D again. And so my husband started two different D&D games. And there was an opportunity for me to possibly run a game for several of my gal friends that I was not able to role play with at a game because we were all storytelling together. And so I asked them if they wanted to, and they thought it was a great idea. And I agreed, not knowing what I was getting myself into. (laughs) And I knew that I could make a story that might be compelling, but I didn't know that I would be able to make it work. And frankly, I'm still not sure where we are there yet. We've had about five games, no, maybe six, and they are deeply deeply entrenched in a story and it was far more uh, deep that I had intended so quickly and I think these are all just newbie dungeon master things I created this world that I was really excited about and all of these this intrigue and political plot and I threw them right in it at the very beginning <clears throat> you know hashtag newbie DM but I think really, I have been struggling as a DM or GM or whatever tabletop um, you want to call the storytelling person, um, because I feel like in a tabletop, they're watching me and waiting for me to tell them a story. And what I look for is... A group of people that you know have a story they want to tell and they just need me to kind of clarify things and so I don't know maybe it's just a different system and I'm just gonna to have to, to get with it <clears throat> but I thought that it would be maybe of interest um, for me to tell basically how I got into this D&D DM thing, but also to let you know, you know, that I have lots of experience telling stories in other games and, and other, um, um venues and different types of games, but <clears throat> to sort of explain, you know, where I am right now, right now I am a part of two D&D games where I am a PC I am an assistant storyteller for Werewolf LARP, and additionally, I run my D&D game once every other week, <clears throat> and that's a it's a lot of D&D, and I'm learning as I go. But I have so much more to learn, especially you know in running the game and keeping it interesting and balancing out the combat versus the storytelling aspects or the narration, I guess, because in a LARP, it feels like, and maybe it's just, it's just my experience, but in a LARP, it feels like the players will let you know if they want combat or if they want to, you know, engage in personal plot or just like role play. Um, But I feel kind of a DM anxiety when the tables are turned on me. And it's not even necessarily just d and D. I I ran a Fate game for a while and I was super excited about the story and then got just overwhelmed because I didn't really know the system well enough <clears throat> to kind of roll with some of the punches that you've got to make in the field, I guess, um, when you are the sole DM and they look to you to, to answer, you know, their questions. But... Anyway, I thought that I would start out here and kind of talk about my experience where I am right now. Additionally, I also play in a couple of vampire LARPs uh, occasionally. Um, But really, I mean, I'm gaming a pretty decent amount, and I want to make sure that I still spend quality time with my kids, so... and that I still see them, but... So I do that on and off, but I thought it was important, I've said but a lot, holy smokes. Additionally, I will be eventually investing in some more editing tools, so all of these ums and buts I'll be able to just erase right out and all of the throat clearings and sniffs and All of the baristas across the street that are talking through speakers, but I thought that it would be a good place to start to explain really really quickly where I started where I am right now So that in the future, when I start talking about some of the mechanics of gaming and some of the um, pitfalls I've fallen into as a new storyteller or new dungeon master, that I will be able to, you know, do that from a place um, where everyone understands, you know, my background. Um, And additionally, I personally, I'm still a theater kid. And so I personally love personal intrigue. I like personal plot. I like to be able to make all of these scary games um, more human, uh, as it were. I like to make sure that the people remember that yes, you're in the world of darkness, but you still have to pay your landlord. And sometimes your landlord can be more intimidating than a werewolf chasing you down. Um, Also, I, I love it when people make children as like characters that are children who are like 10 or 12, but then forget that they actually have to probably go to school or the truancy officer is going to come to their mom's house. Um, I I like fun little human plot because, yeah, you absolutely live in a world where there are, are monsters and beholders or that there are werewolves and vampires, but you're also still living in a normal world and how you interact with that is what fascinates me as a storyteller or a dungeon master. Um, So, in the future when I'm talking about the plots that I have run or will be running, um, it's... that is where I'm coming from. Um, Having run Tabletop and LARPs before, um, and enjoyed playing in lots and lots of them as well along the way. But I hope that you will join me, and I'm going to be having a couple of people that I'll be interviewing. Um, I'm probably going to have my husband, who is an amazing storyteller and Dungeon Master. And I think that we're gonna probably chat maybe the differences between LARP and Tabletop and how you have to approach them differently because it's different when you're up walking around, you know, eating Twizzlers and getting in arguments with people or boffering them with your weapons versus all sitting around the table eating Twizzlers and staring at each other and, you know, rolling dice. But um, I hope to have other people that I'll be able to be interviewing and um, not just for gaming, but um, I hope that this is mildly interesting and it was not too annoying with my ums and buts. Um, Toastmaster International would be very disappointed in my progress. Anyway, (laughs) have a great day. Happy gaming. Be blessed.